Welcome, Rabbi Yamin. Um, no, I want that it should be that we should talk and learning during the day, and we should all, that's the purpose of learning the Chabura, is that we sharpen each other. That's the mile of learning as a Chabura. So that's the way I look at it. We're Chabura learning together. So I am to be the one maybe leading it or facilitating, like Mickey would say. So if we could add, Binyamin's added to the chat. Check that offline. We'll take that offline. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's okay. It's so add Vinyamin to the chat, please. Okay, so um, two things. So it's good to mention that tonight is the yard site, I think the second or third yard, yard site of Rav Moshe Shapiro Zatal, who was from the most irreplaceable, every gadol who is nifter is irreplaceable, but people, I, I, I was there to hear some shi- I hear shiurim from him online, but he's, any of his Talmudim you talk to, and you mentioned the name, irreplaceable. It's like, no, there's no mamala muffin. So the the learning should be an Elifiz Nisham. And I was thinking about him in conjunction with Daf Yaimi. Rav Shapiro knew everything. knew Kalat Arkuli, knew Nigla, Nister, Halacha, Mamish, everything. One of the Inyanim of Daf Yaimi is, I think, when Rav Shapiro was, was Miyasid, is that people should have this chuka to know Kalat to know Shas. Hmm. So the Rav Meishas, um his memory should be a schus for us and our learning should be Elif his neshama. Okay, a question came in from Dallas uh, a few minutes ago from Michael Geller, who was here for Shabbos. Um, so he asked a question that we mentioned yesterday in the share that Rashi says in the Mishnah that why do you read, why do you say Kriyashman and Vesak if it's before the Zman? And Rashi says, and uh, Michael said, he texted me, he said, that seems to be a big chiddush. And I had mentioned when I said that, I said that that's why we say Ashrei before Mincha also. Right. Now, he said, it seems to be a big chiddush, which you know, Rashi is, it's a very interesting Rashi. Now, that which I said, that that's why we say Rashi also, Ashrei also by Mincha, I think I saw it somewhere, but I couldn't find before, when he texted me where it is, so if someone finds where that is, or if someone knows maybe that's not true, that that's, that's why we say Ashrei by Mincha, please let me know. Okay. Zakti Gemara. We're going to continue from the top of Gimel Amidav. Right? We got to the bottom of Beis and Beis. Yeah. Terrifying. That that was Rav Meir was talking about the the Ben Ashmashes of Rabbi Yaisi. So Zakti Gemara Vayta. Kasha is Rav Meir. Rav Meir top line of Gimel Amidav. So Rashi says on top. Like we mentioned yesterday, we're not going to do every Rashi, but the ones that we have time for, we'll see, or the most pertinent ones, we're going to try to see. So Rashi says, In one of the earlier Bryces, Rav Meir said that the time for saying Kriyashma is It's a later share from that of a Kayan. And in the later Brysa, he said, From the time of the Kahanam Artaival, and that's before Ben Hashemashas, so those two, shir, those two times definitely cannot be the same time. Right. So and speaks about it also. Right. right. So the Gemara answers, that there are two Tanah, I'm going according to Rameir, they're arguing what, they have a different Messiah and what Rameir's Shita was. The Gemara says, Kasha de Rabelezer, Ad Rabelezer. It's also Kasha de Rabelezer, Ad Rabelezer. Look at Rashi, Kasha de Rabelezer, De Brysa, Ad Rabelezer, De Masnison. Because Rabelezer of the Brysa said, um, which Brysa, where was Rabelezer in the Brysa? Right, with Diri Rabelezer. And the Mishnah Rabelezer says, and take a look if you have a chance look at the top Titus also who explains why these two shitas cannot be reconcilable and it's really similar to the Titus we mentioned yesterday why the shiur and why these the, the zmanim can't be together um, and the Gemara so I'll call upon the Gemara's question is it's a question one Rebbe Lezer and the other Rebbe Lezer Rebbe Lezer in the Mishnah says Mishash HaKahanim Rechonasim Lechel B'Trumasa and Rebbe Lezer the Brayse says Mishash HaKidesh HaYayim Baravish Abbas which are two different zmanim so the Gemara answers Trey Tanah Yalib Rebbe Lezer also but with Rebbe Lezer we could say the same thing there, there are two Tanahim who are arguing what Rebbe Lezer's Shita is and Rebbe Lezer we could say another thing of the Mishnah is not Rabbi Lezer. So even though the Mishnah reads, the only part that's Rabbi Lezer is the Ad Saif Hashmura Harishayna. The part of the Mishnah that says, that's a Stam Mishnah. That's, that's the Tanakhama. Now look at the next Rashi over, look at Rashi over.
over here because this is an important Rashi which is related to two earlier Rashis and wraps up the Sugya very well in terms of the Shittas of the Mishnah. And that which we learned in the Mishnah, this is what I just said, it's going on the Saif Hazman. It's not going on and it's going on at Saif Hazmur And on that is Machlaikis in the Mishnah. And that is a three-way Machlaikis. And they say, Amri, and they say, Archatzais. Now, to Rabbi Lezer, Darish, Beshach, Becha, Zman, Haschalash, Chiva. Rabbi Lezer, Darish, and Beshach, Becha means the time that people begin to go to sleep. Shabbat Adam, Holchim, Lishkav, Zekan, Zema, Ochar. Zman, Haschalash, Chiva. When do people go to sleep? So Rabbi Lezer holds that's at Seif Hashemur Arishayna. Rabbanan Darshi calls man shchiva. B'shach b'cha doesn't mean when you're going to sleep. B'shach b'cha means when you are sleeping. And that's why the Rabbanan say, they said until Chatzais, in order to, so people should, we make a Syag like we discussed in the Mishnah. So, and Rabbi Gamliel does not hold of that Geder, and Mimel, that's the lineup, that's the Shittas of the Mishnah, explained on how they darsh in the word Ubeshach Bacha. Okay, Zakht Kumar so Rabbi Lezer said, this is for sure Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer says that the end of the time of saying Kriyashma at night is Ad Saif HaShmur until the end of the first watch. Ashmur comes to the word Shamar. So until the end of the first watch, which we'll see what that means in a second. What does Rabbi Lezer hold? If Rabbi Lezer holds that the, that the night is divided up into three Mishmaris, three changings of the guard, which Rashi says that the Mishmaris are the times that the there are different shitas, whether it's three or four, like we'll see in a second, three mishmaris or four mishmaris, when the malachim sh- um, have a shift to si- sh- sing shiris baruchu, and then they switch over, and then the next guard takes over, and then the next guard, so it's either three or four. So the Gemara asks, based on that, what does Rebbe Lezer hold? If, if he holds that the night is divided up into three mishmaris, let him say until four hours. What's he... Um, and if he holds the nights divided up into four mishmaris, let him say until three hours. So why is he bechlal mentioning this idea of mishmaris? What's he gaining by saying that? First of all, we don't even know what his shita is, how many mishmaris there are. So we have to figure out what he means. Let him just say there until three hours or four hours. This way we know what the zman is until. Exactly, the Gemara answers. Really old that the light that the night is, is three mishmaris, which seems to be the most um, common shita, the most partial shita, which is why the Gemara is saying that. And what's he, so why is he telling us that I'd say for Hashmur Harishain instead of just saying Ad Arbashais, Dika Mishmaris Barakia, Vika Mishmaris Baara? That the same way that there are Mishmaris, that there are um, shifts, there are watchings, so to speak, Barakia in heaven, that the Mishmaris Baara also. Look at Rashi, what that means. Um, it's about three eighths of the way down in Rashi. When he gave you the simon of the Zman Hakriya at the end of the Ashmura, and he didn't tell you a simon of meaning he didn't tell you something which is noticeable. Simon first, he didn't tell you four hours, and I think it means also he doesn't tell you something which we could. We don't know when that, right? Probably that's what Rashi means. I think it's a shadow what Rashi means, what Simon Mefersh is. Let's say he means he didn't tell you four hours. Because that might also not, might not be a Simon Mefersh. People didn't have clocks in those days. So, I, okay. And he didn't tell you something which you're able to look at that simon and base it all and see and know when the time is based off of that simon. He's trying to make things easier for us, not harder for us. So if he would just say, Okay, so you have to start figuring out when exactly the 10 o'clock is. So and nowadays we have clocks, we'll be able to figure it out. But he said, That is an easier simon. I saw some people explain it this way. That's a way that we could tell when the, when the Zman is. That there's a way to tell, there's a way to tell below when there's a shifting of the Mishmaris Barakia and that's why he gave that to you as a simon. Yeah, it's clear? Yeah. Fine. 
there's a way to tell Ba'ara when the Mishmaris are changing. The time we learned in the Brisa. Rabbi Lezer, I'm a Rabbi Lezer says, or it's the same Rabbi Lezer who's saying in the Brisa, who says as follows Shalish Mishmaris Havi The Laila is three Mishmaris, which is why the Gemara answered before that Rabbi Lezer holds three Mishmaris. Mishmar, Mishmar, and on every Mishmar, Hashem sits Kaviachal and roars like a lion. She never says in the Pasuk, Hashem mi maraim yishag, umim ayin kadsha yitain kailai, shayig yishag al naveyu. Hashem mi maraim, from up on high yishag, he will roar, umim ayin kadsha, from his holy place. Yitain kailai, give his voice, shayig yishag al naveyu, he will roar about naveyu, naveyu is, is the base HaMikdash. The simon ladavar, and what's a simon for the mishmaris? Mishmari shaina in the first mishmara chamar noyer, and the gemara is going to discuss soon when we say the simon ladavar. Is it a simon for the whole mishmara? Is it a simon for the beginning? Or a simon for the changing? Right. Mishmari shaina, the first mishmara chamar noyer. The donkey is braying or neighing. Something neighing. You say bleats? No, no, she bleats. Yeah. Okay, yeah. the second one, the dogs are screaming or barking. Shlishes, the third one, the Tinek, the child is nursing from his mother. And a woman is talking to her husband. Look at Rashi. Um, so during the third Mishmara, a woman is talking to her husband. What's happening over there? It's getting close to the daytime. And people are waking up from their sleep. And people are sleeping together. Start talking to each other. Okay, so the Gemara is going to discuss how we're able to use these simanim in terms of knowing when this man Kriyashma is. What is Rabbi Lezer being, what's he considering when he's talking about these simanim for the Mishmaris? What, which part of the Mishmar is he talking about? If he is talking, if he's saying that these simanim are noticeable, the Chamar Ner, the Klavim Tzayakim, and the Isha Mishaparis and Baila is going at the Tchila of the Mishmar, meaning the beginning of the first Mishmar, the beginning of the second Mishmar, and the beginning of the third Mishmar. Tchilas Mishmar, Rishana, Siman, Alamali. Why do we need a simon for the beginning of the first Mishmar? Or to who? It's the beginning of the night, right? The Mishmar is the night's divided. Let's say in a perfect night, it's divided up into three parts. So you have six to ten, ten to two, and two to six. Six o'clock is nighttime. That's, so that's, we don't need a simon for that. Isaif Mishmar. If he's um, talking about the end of the Mishmaris, why do we need a simon for the end of the last Mishmar? That's when it's daytime. Ella, it must be Chashiv, Saif Mishmar Rishayna. He is talking about the end of the first Mishmar, which will be, let's say, 10 o'clock on a perfect night. And the beginning of the last one, which will be at 2 o'clock in the morning. Which would be at Chatzais, midnight. That's, so these three simanim that he gave, of the Chamar, the Kelev, and the Isha Mishaparis and Baal, and Tina Kenekum is going on these parts of the Mishmar. The, the end of the first Mishmar, the beginning of the last Mishmar, which is 2 o'clock in the morning, and the middle of the middle one. Right, and, the, and none of these would be and, obvious. None of these, and, and each of these are simon, for what for what the time is and f- regarding our Indian, so the end of the first Mishmar is the end of the time of Kriyash Mashal Arvis. So when a person hears the Chamar Nayer, he hears the, the neighing of the donkeys, he knows that it's the end of the first Mishmar, he knows it's 10 o'clock at night, he knows that that's the end of the Zman of Kriyash he knows that, that I don't know, maybe he has a few minutes that he can still say Kriyash I don't know exactly how long the donkeys are neighing for, or maybe he, he knows it's too late. That's the, that's the seven. Good. Viba Seima. So that's one shot in Revelation. What are the other two Simon for? The beginning of the second. So, so I was thinking about it. The good question. What are the, what's the purpose of the, of the other Simon? So Chatzais. Right. Chatzais, right. Right. Chatzais is the Pashat. But I don't know what the purpose of the beginning of the last. You can't say Kriyashma. You can't say yet. So. At 2 o'clock in the morning? Unclear. But it could be, I, I saw somewhere that in those days, I'm saying people went to sleep when it got dark. So you went to sleep at 7, 8 o'clock at night. So people were already waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning. It's not such a. 8 hours of sleep. Right. It's a good night's sleep. Right. We'll see soon with David Hamalak when he woke up 
Okay. Viba is saying, and if you want, I could say a different shot. Kulu Saif Mishmar is Kachashiv. Regarding all the Simanim, that's referring to the end of the Mishmar. And based, I we had a question. Bechitem, and we said before we had a question. Achrayin leitzarech that for the last, um, the end of the third Mishmar, we don't need a simon because it's the beginning of the daytime. So lemay nafkamina, and what would the nafkamina be? This is the way you read the Gemara. Lemay nafkamina, what would the nafkamina be for? For telling us the end of the last simon. Lemikri kriyishma is to read kriyishma. So it's leman degani bevayis afel. No, and if and if you could see that it's daytime, you know that it, you could say Kriyashma. So right. why do I have to tell you the simon? Right, that's that, that seems like that's what the Gemara is saying. So the way you read it is And if you're going to say that the last, the end of the last simon, you don't need a simon. that Rabbi Lezer would tell us the simon for the la- at the end of the last mishmar is So based on that, I could tell you a reason why he has to give you a simon and why knowing that it's daytime by looking outside is not enough because Laman degani bevayis afel. Someone who's living in a dark house, you're staying in someone's basement, and you don't know what time of the Zman of Kriyashima is because you can't look outside and see. So, when if a person, if you hear from your neighbor, I guess you hear a woman speaking to her husband, or for, in your own house, then you know that it's daytime and you could say Kriyashima. Yeah, look at um, look at Tysus for a second. Laman degani bevayis afel. Tysus asks an interesting question. Laman degani bevayis afel. Vim toymer v'haloy Rabbi Lezer ba'i. Rabbi Lezer later on in the Mishnah says, "Actually, Yaakov and Tchelos lecharsi." He requires for saying Kriyishma as man of until a person recognizes Ben Tchelos lecharsi be Kriyishma shel shachris, which is later than daybreak. So once a person will know it's enough time for a person so Abura Shachar comes first and then Mishiyakar is some time later than that which is if you look at the, the chart or the, CZ, the, the chart you'll see that Elisa Shachar is one time right tomorrow morning the fast starts at 6.45 but the earliest time for Talos and Tefillin is probably like 7 o'clock and that's probably an early Zman from Mishiyakar mm-hmm. there are other Zman from Mishiyakar we have to rely on earlier Zman over here so Tais is asking a question. What do you mean, Laman Dugani Bevayis Afel in a dark house? So you know when Amudah Shachar is. You know when daybreak is. You can't say Kriyishma yet, according to Rabbi Lezer. According to Rabbi Lezer, you have to wait for Mishayakar. So Tais says, Yeah, it's enough time that you know that by the time you put yourself together and you get dressed, you wash, you wash up, you're able to say Kriyishma. Yeah, Zakti Moravaita. Rabbi Tzakbar Shmuel said in the name of Rav. Gimel Mishmaris have a Laila. The Laila is divided into three Mishmaris. And on every Mishmar, Hashem is Yeshev and Shayi Ka'ari. And he says, Woe to the children, that because of their sins I have destroyed my house. And I burnt my Heichal. And I put them into Golis. Time you learned in the Brisa. Um, Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi said, "Pamach as Hayisim Halach B'Derech." There was a t- one time that I was walking on the road. V'nechnasti l'Chorva Achas Mechorvet Yerushalayim, and I entered into one of the destroyed structures of the Chorvet Yerushalayim. L'Hispal to Daven. Ba El Yo Zachol Atayv V'Shamli Al Pesach. El Yo Hanavi Zachol Atayv came and he waited for me Al Hapesach. Rashi says the word V'Shamar comes from from the word V'Aviv Shamar Es Hadavar, which is to wait. To, or to, to hope to be Mitzapa. That's what Vishamar means over here. So Elio Hanavi came and he waited until I finished davening. Until I finished my davening. After I finished davening, Amrali said to me, Shalim Alecha Rebbe. He said to me, Shalim Alecha Rebbe. And I said to him, Shalim Alecha Rebbe Umayri. I said to Elio Hanavi, Shalim Alecha Rebbe Umayri. He added on Umayri. And Elio Hanavi said to me as follows, Why did you go into the Chorva? Why did you go into this chorva? Amarti loy. So I said to him, "Lispal to daven." But Amarli, and he said to me, "Hayulachol You should have davened on the road. What are you davening this chorva for? You're not. You shouldn't be here. 
And I said to him, no, the reason why I didn't have it on the road, I was afraid maybe people, the wayfarers would be, me, would interrupt me in the middle of my davening. That's why I didn't want to daven on the road. You should have davened the Tfilah which Rashi says is Havinenu, which we're going to talk about in later on in the fourth parak. So, um, Reb Yaisi said, that was the end of the conversation. Reb Yaisi said as follows, at that time, I learned from El Yohanavi three things. I also learned from him that you're allowed to be Mispal Baderach. You don't have to be afraid someone's gonna gonna interrupt you. You're allowed to go ahead and daven bedarach. And I also learned that someone who is davening on the road, he davens at tfilak tzara. Now I don't know if he means mispal bedarach. Does it mean you get off on the side of the road? Does it mean you stay in your wagon? I'm not sure. You have to be in a place where you got some sort of kavon. Okay, yeah, I think people later of where you stand. Right. Uh-huh. Driving in a car, you can't daven when you're driving. No, 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 right. But yeah. the mission says later on, right? There's when there's Right. Okay, so we'll get right. We'll get to that later. Right. Right. You don't need. Right, but Havinenu is a miniature So I think it's right. 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 Very sure, right. It's like basically a few words of each bracha. Okay, so those are the three things that I learned from him. Again, we learned that, that ain't, you're not allowed to go into a chorva, you're allowed to be mispal b'derech, and if you are being mispal b'derech, you mispal tefilok tzar. V'amar li, okay, and that's what Rabbi Yaisi said. V'amar li, Rabbi Yaisi is continuing the conversation that he had with Elio Anavi. Elio transitioned, um, shifted to this next thing, and he said to me, to me, he said to me B'ni, my son, ma'kol shamata b'chorvazu. What, what sounds did you hear when you were in this chorva? V'amar loi, and I said to him, shamati baskol, I heard a baskol, shemenahemes kayoina, which was, now I'm going to tell Shem Hemes that it was groaning. I heard from other Magide, I heard on a, on a recording today that it was cooing. Oh. It says over there cooing? Yeah, yeah. With it in a. In the red article says cooing. Either way, it's not a short area, though. And, and when we say on Tisha Bob, we say, Kol Nihi Ahima. I thought it was more of a groan. Okay, maybe it's cooing. Others, it sounds like. A, I'm, I'm not sure who this is. Yeah. There's a, there's a warbling. There's a warbling, which is more of like what I was saying. No, the warbling, but Ahima, when when they did by Avelos, it was. Kuing has has has. Kuing has, has a negative connotation like that also. Kuing has a positive. Kuing is like nice. Has is positive. Minahemes, I think, is is like a negative thing. Okay. Either way, though, it's not Ari. What? It's not. It's not a shayga. No, it's not an aria. So shemati baskel shem. So we'll, I heard a baskel shem and a hemes kayaina, which was warbling. We'll say like a yaina, like a dove. Um, and this over here is talking about the relationship between between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and Klal Yisrael. So I heard a baskel, which is Menahemis Kayyina by Maris, and was saying, "Oy lebanim, woe to the children to ba'averinaisem hechravti as beisi that because of their averus I destroyed my house v'sravti as hechali and I burnt my hechal v'higleis l'mabein ha'umais and I put them into gulos l'mabein ha'umais." That's what I told Elio Anavi. That's what that was. Those were the sounds that he heard of the baskel. Vamarli and Elio said to me, "Chayech." which is not only at this time does the Baskal say this every day three times it says this and not only this Either Shmei or Shemai. The Marsha changes it to Shemai to be more consistent with the Lashon Kaidish, which is the way that it's being brought down. Every single time that Klal Yisrael goes into Bate Knesiyais and Bate Medrashis, and they say, they answer, they respond to the Chazan, Yehei Shemai, Hagadol Mevayrach, Hakash Baruch Menanei Arayshayim, Hashem Kaviyachol nods his head, and he says, Ashrei HaMelech Shel Makalsin Oisei Bevesoi Kach. 
Meaning, so it seems like Kaviyachal that when Klaishal says Amen Yehesh Rabba, which is the greatest kilos that you could say to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so it brings about on the one hand the Nachas Ruach, but a tremendous Tsar to Hakadosh Baruch Hu of what things could be. So Hashem nods his head Kaviyachal and says. Praiseworthy is a king. That they praise him in his house like this, meaning it should be in the coming from the base Hamigdash. Woe is to a father that sent his children into Golis. And woe is to the children that they have gone into Golis. So again, the, the kilos that we say to Hashem is Ma'ir Nachas Ruach, but also that's when there's the realization from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that there's always the realization, but it's Ma'ir also the sadness of how the closeness is Ma'ir, how far we are also. Right. Yeah. Talk to Maravaita. Tana Rabbanan. So we can continue on. We just said before that you're not allowed to go into a chorva. What's the reason why you're not allowed to enter into a chorva? Because of three reasons you're not allowed to go into a chorva. Because of chshad, Rashi, Rashi says, People shouldn't say there's a zaina waiting for him in the chorva. So, right, you know, you have to, you, you have to be careful when you do things. Even you have to be careful when you do things, even if you're doing nothing wrong, but if it looks like you're doing something wrong, because of marasayin. Because of my parlas, Rashi says, that generally speaking, the wall of a chorva is very shaky, and it's dangerous. So my parlas, we're afraid of an avalanche. And because of the mazikin, because of the shadim. So the Gemara asks, asks, you're saying that one of the reasons why you're not going to a chorva is because of chshad of a tape of Why do we need all three reasons? Basically, the Gemara is asking. Right. We should learn that Mishra Mapalas. That's enough of a reason. Don't go into a chorva because it's dangerous. Why do I have to tell you also because of chshad? The Gemara answers, sorry, Bechadati. The reason why we have to tell you is because we're talking in a. Mepnei Chshad is said to us in a kind of case when the Chorva is a new Chorva, so it's a Chorva, it was recently it's built. Relatively stable. Let's say it was bombed out, whatever it is, but the walls that are still up are rel- relatively stable. You don't have to be afraid of it, um, it collapsing and, and, um, and hurting you. And if it's new, you should still be afraid of Mazikin. So again, why do we need all three? Why do we need the reason of Chshad? The reason of Shadim should be enough. The Gemara says, betray. You're going in with two people. And since you're going with two people, the Mazikin will leave you alone. That's you, if you go with two people. The Gemara asks, yeah, what? Sorry. It's the even numbers, right? Not even, no. It's more than one person. You don't be afraid. It's brought down. You're, uh, you're not supposed to, supposed to walk alone at night. Right. In general, the shade, the mazikim, stay away if there's more than one person. Huh. I live somewhere where it's like an even number. Like if you I think that's something else with Zugas. Yeah, 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 but that's something else. Regarding that, I think even as a bed is a bad thing. There's a Gemara somewhere else about Zugas, but that's, I think that's, um, that's a different Indian. Regarding Mazikin specifically, I think it's brought down in other places also. Talmud Chacham Shinim Wok Yechidi Balayla. Two or more. Two, right. So if you have two people, the Mazikin leave you alone. So therefore you need to have. So therefore you need to read them But the Gemara asks a question. If you have two people, so there's also no Chshad, people aren't going to. There's no Yechud. People aren't going to be Chashi. There are two guys. One person is going to guard the other person from doing something inappropriate. The Gemara says, no. Betray Upriti. We're talking about two people. But they are prutzim. If you look in Rashi over there, Rashi actually brings down the, that we're referencing the Gemaras and Kedushin that have to do with Yichud. That look at the first Rashi. Chshad nami There's no chshad with two people. The Tanan we learned in the Mishnah Masechet Kedushin. anashim. A woman is allowed to be misyached with two men because we're not afraid something's going to happen because one man is, they're going to be embarrassed from each other and one person is going to guard the other person. So the Gemara said no. Betray upriti and hasam because we say over there in Kedushin also. When do we say that two people is not a problem of Yichud? That's when they're kosher. But if they're prutzim, then it is a problem. So, so too over here, by the, by the case of walking into a chorva, we're talking about it, the, 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 um, the kimta is, we're talking about a case of two people going into a chorva, two prutzim, and in Mela, the only problem is chshad, because there's no problem with mazikim, because you have two people. You're talking about a new, chur, a new chorva, so there's no problem with my pilots. The only problem is chshad. 
now the Gemara is going to come from the other angle. Why does the Gemara have to give you a reason that the reason why you're not allowed to enter into a Chorva is because of Mapoilas? Why can we learn it out because of Chshad and Mazikin? So the Gemara answers, Betray Ukshari. The case, the reason of Mepneha Mapoilas was said to us. In a case where you have two people going in, so you have no problem Azikin, and they're both kosher, so you have no problem of chashad. So therefore, in that kind of ukimta, in that kind of case, we need a reason of mepnei um, ha'apaylas. Now the Gemara, now the third one, mepnei ha'azikin. Why do we have to give you the reason of mepnei ha'azikin? That the reason why you're not to walk into a chorva is because of the mazikin, because of the shadim. The tape claim mepnei chashad u'ma'apaylas. Why don't we learn it out that the reason why you're not going is because of chashad and ma'apaylas? So the Gemara answers, but chorva chadati. We're talking about the ukimta for this case would be for this reason would be b'chorva chadati a new chorva. So there's no problem of ma, of ma'apaylas. There's no there's no risk of things falling. Ubetrei ukshiri. And with two kosher people. So therefore, you don't have a problem of chashad, you don't have a problem of ma'apaylas, you, you only have a problem of mazikin. So the Gemara says, I betray, but if, if we're going to say that the ukimta is with two people, mazikin amilaka, huh. didn't we say earlier that if you have two people, there's no problem with mazikin, which is why we have to give the reason of chashad and ma'apaylas. So the Gemara says, no, bim kaiman chayshinan, the reason of mpneha mazikin was given in a case where you are going into one of their hubs, so uh, whatever Mekayman means, oh. you, if you're going into a hub of Mazikin, so you have to know where the hubs are. You got to look it up. Even two won't save you. Even two won't save you, right? They're they're, they're empowered over there, so you got so even two will not help you in those places. Mekayman in their place, um, so we're still chayshishim for two people. But if you have two people, we're not afraid of chashad or and when, and it's new, so we're not afraid of mapelas. Another answer Really, the case of Mazikin was told to you in a case with the reason of Mazikin was told to you in a new Kimta where it's one person over Chorba Chadati and it's a new Chorba so we're not afraid of Mapoilas but, but I, if it's only one person what about the Chashad? Dukai Bidabra it is in the field Rashi says Bidabra means Besada so this this Chorba is in the Sada the Hasa Misham Chashad Leka to Ha'isha Bidabra Lo'ishchicha talking about where in the fields we're not, no one's going to be Chayshish that there's a woman waiting for you over there in the fields Umisham Azikin Ika but there's still a problem of Mazikin so the Ukimta the reason why the reason Mazikin is given is in a case where the Chorba is out in the field and there's one person going in so there's still a problem with Mazikin it's a Chorba Charity it's a new Chorba so there's no um, there's no risk of my, of my pilots. But there is a reason, uh, there is a, uh, a fear of, there's no chashad was in the field, but there is a fear of mazikin because there's only one person. Good. Good? Yeah. Okay. So, the Bryce says, the Tesefta says, Rabbi says that the Mishmaris, there are four Mishmaris every night. Rabbi Nassim, I'm Rabbi Nassim says three. My time to Rabbi Nassim, what's the reason Rabbi Nassim that he says that there are four, three Mishmaris? Where does he know this from? The Chesiv says in the Pazak, Gidon and the hundred people that were with him, that were with him, came, when did they come? In the beginning of the Ashmur Tichayna means the middle. Babriach Hatichayna. Tichayna comes from Tayich. In the beginning of the Ashmur Hatichayna, the middle, the middle Ashmura. Tana, and we learned in the Brisa, ain't Tichayna. What does middle mean? There has to be something in front of it and something after it. In order for something to qualify as the middle, it has to be an odd number. There's something, there's something before it and something after it. So it's a right. So it's a proof. It's a raya that the that the, there are three Mishmaris at night. Because the only options are three and four. That that we knew apparently that it's uh, that those are the two choices. So if you have an even number of kids, there's no middle child. Right. right, right. <laughs> Emotionally, we're all middle children. <laughs> uh. Okay, but Rebbe and Rebbe, how so? How would Rebbe? What, how does Rebbe deal with this pasuk? It says Rosh Hashmur Hati How could Rebbe say that there are four mishmaris? How does he reconcile this pasuk? One of the middle. The number two or three. Right. One of one of the middles. I don't know, it's hard to how would you one of one of the middle ones. 
for Abnasin, Miksev Tichaina Shabbat Tichaina is the middle of the middle. Sorry, so the Tichaina Shabbat Tichaina would mean the middle point between the two middle Mishmaris, which will be 12 o'clock at night. Rosh Hashemura Hatichaina, I think that's the, that Achazmin Hatichaina Shabbat Tichaina is. Is that what it is? That no, no. I think yeah. it's either the it's, it's an option. These are two middle ones. Yeah, so why was saying That's that's his that's his answer. That's his answer back. It says it doesn't say one of the middle ones. That one of the, the a middle that's one of the middle ones. He's saying no. It doesn't say that. No, so that's what he's going to say back. For Abnasin, Miksev, Tichayna, Shev, Tichayna, Tichayna, except it says Tichayna, which indicates that there's one before, one after. We can't start saying these fancy Pshatim, Achzmanat, Tichayna, Shev, Tichayna. It's the middle one which has one before, one after. So it's a proof that there are three Mishmaris, Havi Alayla. My time to Rebbe. What's the reason of Rebbe? Why does Rebbe say so good? So the Pasa can't disprove him because Rebbe says, it could be Achzmanat, Tichayna, Shev, Tichayna. But why does Rebbe want to say what's pushing Rebbe to say, so to speak, that there are four? One pasuk in Tehillim says, "Chatois laila akum lahaydois lach amish b'teitz and kecha." That David Melch said that I wake up at chatois lahaydois lach to praise you amish b'teitz and kecha. The cause of Echadimer and another pasuk in Tehillim says, "Kadmu enai ashmurais that my eyes." Got up, meaning also I woke up ashmurais before ashmurais. That's the way the Gemara is learning this pasuk. So before two ashmurais, ashmurais is a lashon rabim. So that indicates. So how do, are the two sukkim reconciled? How could twelve o'clock be oh, so before? So twelve o'clock is before two ashmuras, so it must be three hours from Earth. Right. If twelve o'clock is before, so if there are only three ashmuras at night, then twelve o'clock is in the middle of the second ashmura, and then it cannot well, be considered before. It's only one and a half left. If it's before, if there are four ashmuras at night, and then it will be let's say six to nine, nine to twelve, twelve to three, and three to six. Right. So twelve o'clock is smack in middle, right before two ashmuras, right. and it's so that's the way. That's what's pushing Rebbe to say. Three that it wouldn't. Be, you wouldn't be able to have the twelve o'clock. If it was three, because that would be the middle of the right, middle. Right, right. And the pas- and the other pasuk says, which shows David Hamelach woke up at Chatzayis. So Kadmo Ashmuris, which is before two Ashmuris, has to also be two o'clock. Has to also be sorry, twelve o'clock. So the only way that twelve o'clock could be before two Ashmuris is if there are four Mishmaris Havi Alayla. Rab Nassan. And so what's Rab Nassan going to do with that? Rab Nassan also has to reconcile these two psukim. Savalak Rabbi Yeshua. He holds like Rabbi Yeshua. Later on in the mission, the time we learned in the mission, Rabbi Yeshua, I'm Rabbi Yeshua says until three hours, Shekane that you're allowed to say Kriyash Mashal Shachris until three hours. Now we paskin that Rabbi Yeshua means until the end of three hours. This Gemara is learning, Rab Nassan has learned that Rabbi Yeshua means until the third hour, which means two hours. You'll right. see how in a second. The time we learned the Mishra, Rabbi Yeshua says until three hours, until the third hour. Because that's the, it's the derech of kings to start getting up in the third hour, according to the way Rab Nassan is learning it. So, this is the way that Rab Nassan learns the Psukim. Shis Delelia. Six hours of the night time, from twelve to six. Vitarti So what David Melch is saying, I get up at twelve o'clock. My getting up at twelve o'clock is two is the equivalent of two ashmurais. Ashmura is four hours. I how do you have two ashmurais? The second I'm in the middle of the second ashmura already. No, the amount of time of two ashmurais, which is eight hours, I'm getting up two ashmurais. Before other kings, right? That is mishmaris, right? Right. Look at look at that Rashi quickly. It's seven lines from the top. He doesn't mean that my eyes. I'm waking up before two Ashmurais of the regular Ashmurais that we're talking about of the Lila, because that wouldn't be true. That wouldn't be true. There's only Ashmur and a half left. But I'm waking up two Ashmurais eight hours before the other Malachim. They start waking up in the beginning of the third hour of the daytime, which is eight o'clock. So I have from twelve to eight, which is eight hours. And that's what he meant when he said Kadmoena Ashmurais before the other Malachim. Ravashi Amar. Ravashi says in Ravnasan to explain another way of explaining how Ravnasan, how the Psukim are not a steer according to Ravnasan, who holds the, the, the Mishmaris are. Um, 
are three are four hours. There, there are three Ashmoras. Mishmaru Upal Ganami Mishmaru Karlo. You don't have to start being dark. You don't have to start saying that we're talking about him getting up two Ashmoras before the so other kings at eight o'clock. Ashmoras means more than one. So that's that's already plural. Right. If you have one and a half things, it's already that's already a plural kind of so thing. It's into the second one. It's into the second one, right? So ashmura and a half is enough to be able to say kadmu ena ashmurais and still be twelve o'clock, and you have that for one ashmura from twelve to four, and a half one from four to six. Zakti Maravaiter. Questions? Good. A person is only allowed to say in front of a, may, a dead person. Things that are negat to the mace. Can't say dvarim betelim or things that are not applicable to the mace. Or a hespid, which is dvarim shalmace. When do we say this? Only regarding divrei taira. When do we say that there's a means when do we say there's a restriction on speech only regarding divrei taira? Because Rashi explains. That is loyeg larash that you're not allowed to speak divrei Tyra in front of a mace who's not able to learn Tyra anymore. Do mitzvahs. There's no restriction on mili dami. You can talk about whatever you want in front of the mace. Bikadamri and some say even b'divrei Tyra and certainly mili Alma, you shouldn't even divrei Tyra you shouldn't speak in front of the mace. Which speaking divrei Tyra in front of the mace, speaking divrei Tyra in front of the mace is at least a cover for the mace. But but you have this separate problem of loyeg larash. But certainly, you're not allowed to speak dvarim betelim stam things in front of the mace because that's a bizarre for the mace. It shows that you're not treating the mace with the proper respect. Right. The exact opposite of the right. So that's what Rashi says. That's the first. That's in the first shot. The second shot is no. That uh, oh sorry. That's going in the second shot. There's no gnai. There's no problem of loyeg l'rush by mili d'alma. The, the the mace is not jealous that you're speaking mili dalma. That's according to the first pshat. So since there's no pro- problem of loyeg l'rush, you let it speak mili dalma. And this, according to the second pshat, you're still not you're not allowed to speak mili dalma in front of the mace because it's a bizarre and it shows you're not showing proper kavod mace. Doctor Moravite, David b'palga delel yahavakai. Did David Hamelch wake up at Chatzos b'palgadolel? Meaning half the night. May or tavikai. He used to get up in the beginning of the night. The chesiv it says in the pasuk. Kidamti baneshef vashaveya. I woke up. Kidamti. I proceeded. Benef baneshef, which we think right now means evening vashaveya, and I and I screamed. I davened. So frakdigamar. We might hide neshef ortu. How do you know that neshef means ortu? That you're asking this kind of question. That the David Hamelch get up at Chatzos. I got up in the we know from the Pasuk in Mishle that Neshef means evening, which says the whole Pasuk is talking about the nighttime, the Erev, the Ishan Laila So that's how we know that Neshef is evening. Fine. So that's so we're still back to the question. How could we say that David Melch got up at Chatzois? I he got, we see the, we see there's a pasuk Kidamti ban Neshev Ashavei. He got up at the Kidamti ban Neshev. I got up right away at the beginning of the night. I'm Rav Aisha, I'm Rav Acha, Hachi Kaamar. This is what David Melch meant to say. When he said he meant to say even on a night that I slept past um, that I didn't wake up in the beginning of the night I never went past Chatzos Chatzos was the deadline that at that point of the night I was always up that's that's Rabbi Yishia's pshat. So, and that's how he reconciles the two psukim. How do you work that into the words? No, kidamti means usually I woke up at the beginning of the night vashavea. When David Melch said, when we said before chatzais he meant to say I've, I'm always up at chatzais. That's even on a bad night, so to speak. That I I, I didn't go past chatzais. That's Rabbi Yishia's tarets to the to these two psukim. Reb Zera, Amar Reb Zera gives a different tarot, a different way of reconciling these two psukim. Ad chatzos laila, hayemisnam named kisus. Until chatzos laila, he also wasn't really fully sleeping. He was sleeping like a sus, like a horse. Mikan ve'ela, hayemisgaber kari, at chatzos, when chatzos came, he got up like a lion, and he wasn't dozing off at all. Was he misnam named kisus? Look at Rashi. Three eighths of the way down, misnamnim kusos Isaac betayra kishuhu misnamnim. He was learning tire while he was dozing off. Kisus hazeh like this horse sheena nirdam laolam. A horse apparently never gets into a very deep slumber. El misnamnim v'neir tamid. It's 
up, it's on, it's dozing off. It's something like, so that's what happened until Chatzais. And from Chatzais and onward, he got up like a lion and he was fully up for the rest of the day until the next night. Ravashi, that's the second child. Ravashi, Ravashi says, Ad Chatzais. Laila hay Isaac with the very Tyra until Chatzais he was Isaac with the very Tyra Mikan ve'elach b'shirais v'tishbachais. So these psukim are not talking about his sleep. Kidamti ben Ashavashavaya is referring to the very Tyra. Mikan ve'elach b'shirais v'tishbachais. When he says Chatzais Laila akam lahaydeis lach, it's a different avaida that David Melach was doing from then on. He was Isaac in shirais v'tishbachais. The avaida. That he was doing changed from Tyre to Tfila. Ashavea is called Tyre over here, and Chatzis Lail Akum Lahaydeis Lachas Shiras Vitishbachas. Zakti Gemara Vaita. The Gemara asks a question on that which we said that Neshef means evening. Practically, Gemara Vid Neshef or two is Neshef evening, Ha Neshef Tzafru. I Neshef means the morning. We see that from a different Pasuk. The Chsiva says in the Pasuk, But Yakim David Mehan Neshef Vadha Erev Lumach Rasam. And David smite them from Neshef until the following evening. Which seems to indicate oh, that words, that Neshef is morning and Arab is evening. So the Gemara, my love means Tafra Vadlelia. Does it not mean that from morning to evening? So the Gemara says, light may or to vad or to means from one evening to the next evening. Correct the Gemara. The Gemara asks the obvious question. Yehachi if so, lichtoi behan Neshef vad han Neshef. Why are we switching the words? Why are we trying to confuse us and saying man Keep it, keep it um, consistent. Only Rava said based on this train nishvi havu. There are two neshefs. Neshef means the change, the blowing in of one and, the, and out of the other. Neshef nashef lelyov asiyamama. The night blows away. I think neshef means from lashon of blow. That's the way I learned it. Anyone have a different shot on the word neshef? Rashi says, "Katzav va'ala, come on, lintshayf miduchte to jump. It, it's a removal of it's out with the old and with the new. Nashaf miduchte means to move from its place. That's what neshaf means. So there, there are two neshafs. Neshaf refers to the transition from day to night. Nashaf leil yavasi yamama, the night uh, fades away and the day comes in. Nashaf yamama vasi leil and the day moves away and the night comes in." So Mela neshaf could be referring to either one. So it's not so. The bottom line is, it's not a kasha. Because Neshef could be referring to either one. Did David Hamelch know? David Hamelch said, which either means he he got up then, or it means that um, he started learn he started davening after after learning then. But I'll call upon him. It seems to indicate that David Hamelch knew when Chatzos was. Hash the Moshe Rabbeinu lo yavi yada. Madoch Moshe Rabbeinu did not know when Chatzos was. The Chassid says in the pasuk, "Kachatzos halayla niyot b'teich b'tzrayim." Moshe Rabbeinu said, "Kachatzos halayla I'll be yot b'teich b'tzrayim." Practically, my kachatzos. What does mean kachatzos? Like kachatzos. Ileim odamalei kuchibruchu kachatzos. If you're going to say that it means that Hashem told him kachatzos and Moshe Rabbeinu was repeating that, mi kasveka kamishmaya. Is there a suffolk in front of Hashem? El odamalei bachatzos. It must be not. It can't be Hashem said kachatzos. El odamalei bachatzos. Hashem told him bachatzos. Vasa ihu v'amar kachatzais and Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want to say bachatzais because he's a uh, um, he a person he's can't say that. V'amar kachatzais Moshe Rabbeinu kachatzais am masafkale. We see that Moshe Rabbeinu had a suffix when chatzais was. But David have a yada. So the Gemara is using all this as a background. So how could it be that David Hamelch knew when chatzais was? The Gemara answers David simana havale. David had a simon when chatzais was. Amar of Achabar Bizna. I'm Rabbi Shimon Chassid. Rabbi business said in the name of Rabbi Shimon Chassid. Kinar David. There was a harp that was hanging above the bed of David Amelach. And once the Chatzos Laila came, now Rashi says that the Kinar was hanging in a way. Rashi says three quarters of the way down. Unukavav letzad safin. The holes of the harp, which is what creates the the music, creates the noise, were facing northward. Rashi wants to tell us that, practically speaking, how this was how this was working. It was obviously much deeper than a practical thing. Also, this whole thing because you have to know why David had it and Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have it, right? So that the Gemara is not explaining. David Hamelach had this special trick. Obviously, there's something masugal to, to David Hamelach, right? The Neim Zmiras Yisrael that he was connected to the union of, of, of the of the harp. But Al Kalpanim Rashi is telling us how it worked. The holes of the harp were. Facing Facing towards the north, 
Kevin Shehigiach, Vaiter and Rashi, Kevin Shehigiach Hatzais Halayla, Ruach Tzfainitz Menasheves Bai. Why is there a northern wind all, all of a sudden coming? Echatzais, Damar Mar, because we learned from Baba Basra, Arba Ruchais Menasheves Bechol Yaim. There are four winds that blow every day. Sheishais Rishayin Shal Yaim Menasheves Ruach Mizrachis. The first six hours of the day, there's an eastern wind. Vesheish Achwarin is Ruach Dreimis. Vetchilas Halayla Ruach Maravis. Vachatzais Halayla Ruach Tzfainitz. So the northern wind, which starts blowing Echatzais, that would hit David Amalek's harp and start playing, and that's when David Amalek knew that it was Chatzais. So that's how David Amalek knew, and Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know. Well, it's science. It's not Nevoah. I mean, it's science. I understand, but the, no, it's not Nevoah, but there must right. be something deeper about it because I'm saying someone else could have thought of this trick also. If it's so simple, anyone could hang up a harp by their bed, turn it around. There must right. be something more going on over here. No, but the Shayla, why Moshe Rabbeinu would, would not know something that David Amalek would know is because it's, it's because, David, it's because David Amalek had the harp that was, that was hanging there yeah. and the Ruach's finest. The famous Pshat with Moshe Rabbeinu is because Paro is going to be the one to make the mistake. Right. 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 Because he didn't want people. To, right. 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 Interesting. So that, except the Gemara didn't say that. Right. So based on that, the Gemara should say that Moshe Ben really knew. Yeah, that's a good question. That's an excellent question. Okay, that's a good question. That's a good question. Okay, we'll have to look. And if anyone finds answer to that, please text it out. Okay, um, I'll call up and let's finish up the Gemara. So, if it came, again, so, so that's how David HaMelech knew when Chatzais was. So, back in the Gemara, if it came to Yegiyah Chatzais Laila, and once the Chatzais Laila came, Baruch Tzvainis, a northern wind started blowing, like Rashi explained, because that's the time that the northern wind starts to blow at 12 o'clock at night. Um, and blows in it, and the harp would start playing on its own. Yeah, so which seems to indicate also that it's not just a made noise. I Menagin Me'elav sounds like more than that. They start playing music, yeah. which seems to be there's something more than just a scientific thing going on over here. There's something, there's something more. So, Miyad Hayyamid of Isaac Batayra, immediately when David Amalek heard this, he would get up and be Isaac Batayra, Adsha Allah Murashachar, until the Murashachar rose, until the first, the beginning of the, day, of the daylight would start. Um, shining forth, came to Amud Hashach. Once Amud Hashach came up, Nichnesu Chachmi Yisrael Etzloi. The Chachmi Yisrael came to him, and they would say as follows: Amruloi. They say to Madinenu Hamelech, Amuchi Yisrael Tzirich and Parnas. It's unclear if this happened every single day, or if this happened sometimes, or if it happened one time. This exact conversation probably didn't happen every single day. I, I don't know. Amuchi Yisrael Tzirich and Parnas, but this was. Um, a, this was an ongoing theme, possibly. They said, Adonai HaMelech, our master, the king, Amchis, your nation needs Parnasa, Amar Lehem, David HaMelech said to them, L'chubes, Parnasu, Zem, he said, go do, either it means go do business with each other, or it means let the wealthy people support the Aniyim. That's what Rashi says. That's what Rashi says later on in explaining, um, in, in, in explaining the next line of the Gemara, Luchuvis Parnasu Zemizeh, according to Rashi, seems to indicate that means okay. Let let the Ashirim be Mefarnas Daniim. Amruloi, but they said back to him, Hari. A small amount of Kaimitz, a fistful, cannot satisfy a lion. And a bar cannot be filled up from the things. If you dig out a pit and you take put the sand on the side and you put it back in, there's always going to be something missing. It's not going to be enough to fill it back in. So Klal Yisrael amongst themselves. Either in terms of doing business with each other, or in terms of that the Ashirim being mafarnas da'aniim, there's not enough to go around. It's not going to be. It's not going to be enough. So Amar Lehem. So David Amalek would say to them, "Lachu upishtu yidechem begedod." Okay, so we have to go to war. And they would ask in the urim v'tumim. Okay, we're going to stop here for tonight. We'll start the next thing tomorrow because it's the beginning of a little bit of a, of a new Gemara. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Shkaya. Tomorrow we're going to be over